Good morning. morning. I greet you all this morning in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on this third Sunday of Advent, the Sunday we recognize as the Sunday of joy. Just as we begin, uh, just a couple of quick announcements. First is that uh, for those who want copies, who do not get our weekly emails or something, or want to deliver some announcements to people in the church, there are a few copies at the back of the service on the back, uh, and on the back are a few announcements. So if you know people who are, who are in need of that, you can pick it up at the back of the church. Uh, electrical work has finally started here in the church, and you'll see some work being done if you drive by through the week. And just to note that there will be times when there's no power in the building as they're doing their work, and as of right now, there is no power upstairs. So if you're going upstairs, take a flashlight with you, because it is dark, and you may need it. Uh, because of that, and also just because of the time of year, our Bible study and our Sunday evening prayer times will be on hold until the new year. So no Bible study, no prayer times until the new year. It is going to take roughly about a full month before we have heat and heat pumps and everything back in the church. But it will be a glorious day when that comes, and I'll have to be here at 8.30 in the morning to freeze to turn the heat on. Thank you, everyone, who donated Christmas cheer. We gave lots of wonderful gifts, and I see even a few snuck in today. So it is all great that we 25 hats, nine pairs of gloves, five pairs of mittens, 40 pairs of socks, two scarves, six PJs, one onesie, three little girls' dresses, one pair of tights, two sweatshirts, one nightshirt, one pair of slippers, a large gift bag, small items, coffee mugs, jewelry, etc., one large bag of toys, and $20 in cash. So thank you very much for supporting Christmas cheer. And then just uh, for the rest of Advent, we will be worshiping uh, next Sunday, and then we'll be, have our Christmas Eve service on the 24th. There will be no service on the 25th, and on January 1st, we will gather for lessons and carols here in the church. So we look forward to the services coming up for the rest of this month and into the new year. Hard to believe it's only three more, two more services after this one left in this year. Any other announcements to share this morning? I just want to thank those who led the service last week while I was away in Halifax, and so thank you so much. I know uh, people certainly do enjoy the services you provide for us when I'm away, so thank you. Let's just take a moment now to quiet our hearts as we prepare to worship our God. The light growing from our Advent wreath is burning bright. This radiance warms our hearts and fills us with joy. The Lord has done great things for us. Let us rejoice. May those who sow in tears reap with shouts of joy. 
Those who go out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, carrying their sheaves. Light three candles, see them glow, brightly so that all may know how the candles show the way, making our darkness bright as God's day. <clears throat> Those who go out weeping, bearing the seeds for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, carrying their sheaves. And we will pray together. Dear God, we carry many. Next hymn is Come Thou Long Expected Jesus.
Somebody's waking up just in time. We are celebrating today, not just Advent, but we're going to have a baptism today as well. So when Dominic is ready, I would invite you guys to come forward. Come on up, Thea. You come too. You come down here. I'm, I'm going to get you up there in a minute, though. You're going to help us out. Come on over here, guys. The sacrament of baptism proclaims and celebrates the grace of God. By water and the spirit, we are called, claimed, and commissioned. We are called God's own, welcomed as children of God. We are claimed by Christ, united with Christ, united with one another and the Christian community of every time and place. We are commissioned to Christ's ministry of love, peace, and justice. And we are strengthened by the Holy Spirit for the work of the church in this world. On behalf of the Congregation of Carmen United Church, I present Dominic Clark for initiation into the body of Christ through baptism. I ask the parents to make some promises on his behalf. Do you believe in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? If so, answer, I do by the grace of God. Will you follow the way of Jesus Christ, resisting oppression and evil, seeking justice and witnessing to God's love for all creation? If so, answer, I will, God be in my helper. Will you proclaim Jesus crucified and risen in your words and actions? I will, God be in my helper. Will you join with your brothers and sisters in this community of faith to celebrate God's presence, live with respect in creation, and love and serve others? If so, answer, I will, God be in my helper. Will you share your faith with Dominic, growing with him in faith, hope, and love? If so, answer, I will, God be in my helper. We have heard the will of this family. We receive Dominic in Christ's name as we ourselves have been received. We all belong to the one household of faith in Jesus Christ. Will you, as church, support them with constant love, wholesome example, Christian teaching, a faithful prayer? If so, answer, we will, God be in our helper. Did not put this in. I need. <clears throat> I'm going to invite you to turn to a page in the book, but I trying to remember what it is for the Anthony can you find a new creed on the screen there in the software a new creed just search for it and add it a new creed please yes oh you can add it can you add it and bring it up 
It's 918, and we'll get it up here on the screen, I think, in a second. There it is. All right. We are not alone. We live in God's world. We believe in God who has created and is creating, who has come in flesh, the Lord made flesh, to reconcile and make new, who works in us and others by the Spirit. We trust in God. We are called to be the church, to celebrate God's presence, to live with respect and creation, to love and serve others, to seek justice and resist evil, to proclaim Jesus crucified and risen, our judge and our hope. In life, in death, in life beyond death, God is with us. We are not alone. Thanks be to God. Okay, Thea, would you like to come up? You go around on the steps and come up here. You can help me. Okay. We, you're going to help me pour the water, okay, for the baptism. Okay, so just grab the handle with me. Are you ready? Gracious and holy God, we bless you for the gift of life and within it the gift of water. Over its unshaped promise, your spirit hovered at creation. By water comes the growth of the earth. Through water, you led the children of Israel to freedom. In the waters of the Jordan, your child Jesus was baptized. And may your spirit be upon us in what we do, that this water may be a sign of, for all of new life in Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. There, thank you. You look pretty comfortable right there, actually, if that's okay with you. What is the name of your child? Dominic Tate Clark. Dominic Tate Clark. I baptize you. Oh, be yawn. I baptize you. I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I know. Dominic Tate Clark, I mark you with the sign of the cross, that from this day forward you become one with Christ. And can we put our hands on him? Yeah, this is on his arm, whatever. Dominic Tate Clark, may the Holy Spirit guide you, inspire you, and work within you all the days of your life. Amen. Here is the certificate. And get the candle. give you this candle as a remembrance of this day that you may light it and remember on the anniversary of his baptism. In the name of Jesus Christ we welcome Dominic Tate Clark as he has been received into the Holy Catholic Church to the body of Christ in the world. Amen. The choir has a blessing they would like to sing. Just one second. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord lift his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. 
Thank you. Please be seated. Yeah, door as you go out. So my apologies. Uh, the reading today is from Isaiah chapter 42, verses 1 to 9. The servant of the Lord. Here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one in whom I delight. I will put my spirit on him, and he will bring justice to the nations. He will not shout or cry out or raise his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out. In faithfulness he will bring forth justice. He will not falter or be discouraged, till he establishes justice on earth. In his law the islands will put their hope. That is what the God the Lord says, he who created the heavens and stretched them out who spread out the earth and all that comes out of it, who gives breath to its people and life to those who walk on it. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness. I will take hold of your hand. I will keep you and will make you to be a covenant for the people and a light for the Gentiles, to open eyes that are blind, to free captives from prison, and to release from the dungeon those who sit in darkness. I am the Lord, that is my name. I will not give my glory to another or my praise to idols. See, the former things have taken place and new things I declare. Before they spring into being, I announce them to you. The word of the Lord.
Let us pray. Lord, we do indeed wait. We wait upon your promise of love and life, of hope and peace and joy. And we thank you, God, for all that you have blessed us with. As we reflect upon your word for us to say, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, you who are our rock, our strength, and our redeemer. Amen. Now, the first week of December carries with it a number of significant anniversaries. And it seems like they fall on the same day, at least two of the big ones. The first, these, these are days which Canadians should not forget, December 6th. It's been a day Nova Scotians have been remembering since 1917 with the Halifax explosion that killed over 1,700 people. In more recent history, it's been 33 years since the Ecole since the Polytechnique massacre in 1989, where a man walked into a Montreal school and killed 14 women and injuring 10 others before he took his own life. What is most stark about this event is that the killer was purposefully, purposefully targeting women. He walked into a classroom and told the men to leave before he began shooting, claiming that he was fighting against feminism. Many of the women he killed were studying to be engineers. When I studied computer science just a couple of years later at Acadia, women were few and far between in the school. There were not a lot of women in the engineering department either that we shared our building with. And over the course of my degree, I only had one female professor in computer science, that is. And she was good. Probably the professor I learned most from in my years there. To know that 14 women had their lives cut short before they could change the world and inspire other young women to move into fields dominated by men, well, quite frankly, it's heartbreaking. Kids need examples in their lives. They need mentors to teach them. They need people to inspire them and guide them and help them become all that they can be. And young women, girls, need women in science and in other areas to show them they can do amazing things and probably better than the men. We need more women in many areas of our society. We need them in science, we need them in politics, we need them in business, we need in many other places where men tend to dominate. The world is not and should not be a man's world. It is a world which was meant to be equally shared by all as created by God. This is why it's important we remember, we remember something like the Coal Polytechnic Massacre. We continue to mourn the loss of the women killed studying for their dreams, women who would have advanced to places where they could teach and inspire other young women to move into areas traditionally dominated by men. In our mourning, mourning casts a shadow. It causes us to retreat, to, to hide, to, to not want to be seen. Mourning is appropriate for a time, but eventually there is a time when we move on. And in the shadow of a coal polytechnique, women have been, they've, they've chosen to speak out against the violence they experience, both physically and emotionally. 
And they do this in an effort to bring about change in the world. And I thank them for their courage, for their storytelling. And I hope I'm able to walk with them, to push back against those shadows. And the best way to push back against a shadow is to use light. December, it's a, it's a long, it's a dark month. The days are short. The nights are so long. And this weather we've been having with the rain and the darkness, it just doesn't help a whole lot. Now, yes, it's nice to look out and see the Christmas lights, which help put a sparkle on a traditionally dark month. As we turn to a reading from Isaiah 42, Isaiah is sharing a poem with us. It's the same poem Matthew was referring to when he's talking about the ministry of Jesus in Matthew chapter 12. Now this is a lovely poem that we're reading as we journey through, Lent, uh, through Advent together as we await the celebration of our Savior's birth. Isaiah writes of the coming Messiah, the one whom God upholds and, and whom God delights, the one with the Spirit of God within him, the one who will bring justice to the nations. Isaiah says he is the one who will not grow faint, grow faint or be discouraged until he brings justice to the earth. Is this the Messiah we're waiting for? Is this someone we could use right about now? I would argue, yes, we do. Isaiah goes on to say, The Lord calls him in righteousness to be given as a covenant for the people, to be a light to the nations, to open the eyes of the blind, and to set the prisoners free from their darkness. This is the Savior I want to follow. I want to follow a Savior who brings healing and hope to the world. A Savior who actively seeks to free people from their prisons of helplessness and despair. A Savior with a proven track record. Who has done all these things and, and much, much more. I want a Savior who will do these things for me. And he has, oh, how he has. This Savior, who is a light to the nations, who scatters the darkness with his life and his light, is a Savior who has come into this world as a tiny baby to bring hope, peace, love, and joy to the hearts of those who follow him. Those who follow him 2,000 years ago and those who still follow him today by sharing his light. Now, December is not only a dark month, it is also kind of the start of the real start of the heating season. I mean, it used to be October, but thanks to climate change, you can hold off for a little bit longer. It's not always a good thing, though. It's also the time of year when we start to think about windows and doors. We want to make sure windows or doors are closed so that we keep the heat in, right? We don't want to be letting that precious heat escape to the outdoors. Because what replaces the heat that escapes? It's the cold that comes back in underneath it. Now, it doesn't work that way with light, though. If I leave a door open that is full of light, a in a room full of light, and I leave the door open and the light shines out, does the light in my room diminish? Does it get darker? No. The light just spreads through the door into the darkness. I do not lose the light that is in my room. Faith is the same way. When we receive the light of Jesus in our lives, we do not lose our faith when we share it with others. 
When we share the light of Jesus, our light does not diminish. In fact, you could argue it gets even stronger, even brighter. Because together, our light shines brighter. If I put one candle in the center of a room, I can see a little bit. There's still shadows in the corners. But if I take ten candles and I spread them out around the room, then you can see all the more better. Our light, our faith, our hope, our peace, our joy, our love is to be shared. Jesus did not give us this light just to hold on to for ourselves. In the Sermon on the Mount, in Matthew chapter 5, Jesus says this, starting at verse 14. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. No, nor do people put a light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand. And it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Jesus has given us light, his light. A light to be shared, to chase away the darkness and the shadows that hold people in chains and in prisons, sometimes not even of their own making. This light brings hope, peace, love, and joy. And it brings life. Life with Jesus. Life with our Father in heaven. Life on this earth like we've never experienced before. If you have that light within you, then you know what I'm talking about. If you want that light, if you are here to experience Jesus and our Father God in a new way, then I invite you to let this light into your, into your heart today. Let our Savior shine his light in your life so that the shadows flee and darkness no longer has any hold on you. Let Jesus Christ set you free. Jesus has come for a number of reasons. He has come to save you from your sin. He has come to offer healing. He has come to show us the kingdom of heaven. And he has come to show us how to live our lives on this earth, in this life, so that we may share his light with others. I talked about the importance of mentors and people who inspire us. It works the same in our faith. We can help people. We can mentor them as they explore and grow in their own faith, in their own relationship with God. We can teach them. We can love them and inspire them to grow closer to Jesus. And we can help them share their stories so that others will receive his light as well. We can do this for children. And we can do this for people of all ages. We can be the mentors. We can guide. We can teach. We can inspire. And we can love. So that people come to know Jesus for themselves. And receive the light of life he brings. The light and life that he has given to us is for everyone. My friends, Jesus is coming. As we approach the celebration of his birth, we also prepare our lives, our hearts, for his second coming. When he will come and he will make all things new. When he establishes his justice in all the earth, as Isaiah reminds us. So let us be ready. Let us welcome the light of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, into our hearts this day. Let us be filled and refilled by his spirit 
so that we are renewed and reborn in his image. Let us rejoice in Jesus Christ, our King, the Savior born for all, this day and every day. Amen. Let us sing together, Herald Sound, the Note of Gladness. Let us join our hearts in a time of prayer. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you that as we come together as family this day, that we are united by the birth of our Savior and his life, his ministry, his, his sacrifice, and his resurrection as he ascended to be with you. Lord, we thank you for all these things. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of one another, we give you thanks for the gift of people with skills who can come and, and uh, do work in this church. We thank you, God, for the people who committed to leadership here and the work that they all do. Lord, we also come and, and give thanks for the life of children 
And as we have this day, we welcome Dominic into our church family, into your family, O oh God. And we ask you to bless him, to bless his parents, and his sister, and all of his family, O oh God. Lord, we also come with burdens on our hearts. We come with concerns and cares. We come with pain and suffering. And so, God, we just now lift up our prayers and our concerns to you this day. Lord, you hear our prayers as we pray for one another, as we pray for ourselves, and as we pray for this world. We know, O oh God, that you are a God of healing, a God of peace. And Lord, we pray for your healing and peace to come for all we have prayed for this day. We lift all these prayers to you in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. As we respond to the gifts that God has given to us, we now give back to God a portion of, of, of all that belongs to him. Our offering will now be received.
Let us pray. Lord, in response to your wonderful gift of life and love, we offer you our best today. May you magnify it for your glory. Amen. Our closing hymn this morning is Hail to God's Own Anointed. My friends, may we all go in this place, from this place, carrying the light of Jesus within us to be shared with those who need to have his light in their lives. May we go to cast away shadows and bring love and light and hope to those in need, both in our homes and in our community, wherever we may go. Let us go in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God in each and every one of us, now and forever. Amen. <laughs>